Welcome to Talking Facts, what you need to know about family, food, finance, and fitness. This nationally recognized, award-winning podcast is hosted by the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program. Our educators share research knowledge with individuals, families, and communities to improve quality of life. Hello, and welcome to Talking Facts, what you need to know about family, food, finance, and fitness. I am your host, Mindy McCulley, Extension Specialist for Instructional Support with Family and Consumer Sciences Extension at the University of Kentucky. We are housed in the Martin Gatton College of Agriculture, Food, and Environment. We live in a fast-paced society, and people don't want to wait for anything, it seems. You can order an outfit, and it will be delivered within hours, or at least by the next day. You can order your groceries, and they'll be waiting for you at this store, or you can have them delivered right to your door. You can even order takeout, and it will be delivered almost to your very table. But we are paying a price for this convenience. And my guest today, Dr. Nicole Huff, Assistant Extension Professor for Family Finance and Resource Management, is going to help us understand the cost of convenience. Welcome, Nicole. Hi, Mindy. Tell me, how is convenience draining our budgets? Yeah, well, Mindy, uh, convenience definitely comes at a price. And so those next day deliveries, you may think you're getting it free, but you're likely paying for a subscription service somewhere. Those dashed or Insta deliveries, um, (laughs) they are also coming at at a price um, with tacked on service charges and delivery fees and even tips. We are definitely in a tip culture right now. So convenience, it it comes at a price and um, it represents one example of a spending leak. And so those small, just really innocent purchases, a little bit here, a little bit there that add up over time. Tell me a little bit more about these spending leaks. It sounds like they just drip, drip, drip right out of my wallet. What are some common examples? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what spending leaks are. So we think of a leak, we think of this um, a leaky faucet, this drip, 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 drip. And so the same is true for spending leaks. These are those, those small habits, those little spending uh, purchases that have the potential to drain our budgets over time if they're gone unchecked. And so they can be part of our normal routines and it can make them very difficult to spot. So some common examples, you know, they're your specialty coffees or your takeout food, those delivery services that we talked about, impulse buys uh, in person, or maybe one-click buys online. Maybe, yeah, it's tempting, right? Um, It makes it very convenient to just not think anything of it, to have it clicked and delivered. And and I use these services. So note that this is something that I have to keep in check too. Um, And so even things, streaming services, auto subscriptions, uh, maybe alcohol, junk food, um, even hobbies. I know I have a lot of hobbyists who listen, we, we do to this podcast, but that can be an example of a spending leak. Anything that a little bit here, a little bit there, and they're okay as long as they're part of your budget. We'd be surprised, especially with convenience costs, um, how much money we could save if we just made different choices. I keep thinking of those things that just sneak in and I've not planned for them. And those are definitely examples of those spending leaks. 
Yes, unplanned purchases absolutely are. So some examples of common spending leaks for many individuals and families are food and grocery deliveries. So just how convenient are these services? I think it goes back to how we define convenience, right? So they are they, they may seem convenient, but they're definitely not considerate. <laughs> they're not very convenient for our finances. They're not considerate of our budgets. And um, and, they're, and these may go by. So, so if you're listening to this and you're like, it's not me. Well, maybe it is. So some of these household names now, DoorDash or Uber Eats or Grubhub or Instacart or even your local pizza delivery or your grocery store, most retailers grocery stores or eat in restaurants or takeout restaurants have delivery services. So all of these are examples. And many of these names, we use them as verbs, right? They are Mm -hmm. just household staples, especially if you live in less rural area across the state. So if you live near a city, but even many smaller towns, um, you have local establishments offering delivery services, but they they likely come with some charges. And so one of the things I like to challenge consumers to do is to see exactly how much these convenient services increase your final bill, especially when you look at well, how much was your original tab versus the service fee, the delivery charge, the tips. And so for example, we'll do a little math, a little math problem here. And I'll keep the numbers kind of general. But if you just quote unquote dashed a to-go meal to your house, let's say a $25 meal, then in what is just common service fees, delivery charges, and a 15% tip, which you know some people go higher or lower, but that's average, you would spend $14 in convenience cost for a $25 meal. So that's nearly 35% of the original bill. And it can, uh, no, it can add up. It can really add up. And so if you just did that, that one $25 meal plus that $14 convenience cost, if you did that just once a week, So once a week, you don't feel like cooking, you didn't bring lunch to work, and you have something dashed to you, you could spend more than $700 a year, not on food, on those extra tack-on fees, those convenience costs. And so we're not even going to talk about how much you'd save if you just cooked at home or packed your lunch. That's a different discussion. Yeah, just looking at those convenience costs alone, and that's just one very small example. Many times people are spending um, more than that or more than that in fees to get something expressed to them or to get something during peak hours. And so over time, these charges can really add up. They do add up. And I've noticed on um, receipts, you know, it'll say delivery charge is not a tip. So, of mm-hmm. course, that means we do expect mm-hmm. you to tip on top of the delivery charge. And yes. so often, you know, that just means that you're paying more for the fees than you actually yes. are paying for the cost of the meal. Yeah, absolutely. We get pizza delivery frequently. You know, I'm a mom of three and it is convenient, right? It's mm-hmm. convenient. And so, but we we will make a point to only deliver if we can go pick it up because we can get an entire pizza more for our family and what we save in that delivery charge and that driver tip. It, it equates to a pizza for our household. And, and that's money. That's food on the table for, for the family and just choosing our delivery method. Yeah, I'm right there with you. My kids laugh at me because I'm I'm one of those people that always picks up my own pizza, <laughs> but just because I'm frugal. So Yes. Besides food and and grocery deliveries, what are some other common spending leaks that we are seeing that drain our budgets? 
Yeah, when we look at convenient spending leaks, another really popular one are automated drafts. So, uh, yes, companies will act like they are doing you a favor, right, by offering an auto draft on memberships or subscriptions. But when we have multiple subscriptions, maybe it is a delivery service, maybe it's a membership, maybe it's a streaming service, generally we can't use everything. So we have um, more, one or more, maybe multiple subscriptions that go unused. And so um, streaming or cable services, that is an example I love to use. So it's so easy and everything now I feel like is its own service, like its own streaming service. So you can, there is an app and a channel for anything you could want that comes with what seems like a reasonable fee, you know, $8 a month or $16 a month, but they're not by themselves um, that expensive. But when you take a look at the annual cost, they can really add up. And so mm-hmm. if you have, say, one streaming service that you don't use, that cost you $15 a month, just on average, that's somewhere between $150 to $200 that you could save annually by canceling that membership. Now, if you have multiple of these, it could easily be hundreds or thousands of dollars yeah. that you could save. And so maybe you joined, you know, like a, a gym, right? Um, been there and you just don't have time to go. You start out with good intentions and it's the, you know, first of the year, right? Like we're going to join a gym, we're going to get healthy. Uh, but then as the year goes on, you don't go. So say your membership is $55 for an individual a month. Well, that's $660 for the year that's automatically deducted from your account. Now, if you're not using that service, that money could go to something else. Sure. And it costs nothing to walk around the block five times. So absolutely. <laughs> think of think of each walk around the block as paying yourself $11 if it's $55 a month that you're, you're That's good. That's I like that. How do we plug those spending leaks? Do you have some tips for for cutting down on these convenience costs? Yeah, I think it boils down to intentionality. And so the easiest thing to do is to track your purchases. So if this is resonating with you at all, or maybe it's not you, maybe it's a child, maybe it's a girl, a teenager, or uh, well, maybe a your husband adult. has uh, signed up for $35 a month car watcher. Yes, yes. <laughs> Not and that so, I have any experience with that. <laughs> right. So, so, so if you are part of a household or a family and your finances affect one another, take a step back and really look at the purchases. And so look at what are you spending in cash or on your debit card or credit card or an app or like an online payment. And so take a look. When we budget now uh, in today's very digital society, it is it is easy to overlook a purchase. So maybe you you have things set up on a PayPal account or some other cash transfer app service. And so you're not looking at that statement regularly every month and you forget that you've signed up with a service on that account. So, you know, take a look at your purchases, track them for, you know, a few weeks, a few months, or look back at the last several and see if there are those frequent purchases that might be, they're not necessities, they're wants, but that they are adding up over time. And and while you're doing that, really examine your receipts also. So the next time you decide to do 
with some kind of delivery to your house, especially if it's food or groceries, see what you've been charged. See what you've been charged for service fees. And some add more than just service and delivery. There can be hidden costs. What are you paying in tips? Add those up. This can be very eye-opening, especially to teenagers and young adults who may not realize how that they are paying more in the service than they are the food itself. Um, so take, take a chance to look at that receipt and then ask yourself, you know, what could I do with this money instead? Could I put this towards a vacation, towards a purchase, you know, towards something that has um, some staying power? And then like, like we mentioned with the subscriptions, take a look at those auto drafts and you can be sure to look carefully too, because auto draft subscriptions can often hide out. And so maybe um, through, if you are an Apple user, for example, you know, in your Apple settings, you can subscribe and it's automatically, you know, charged to how, whatever payment you have set up there on your phone. So they can hide out in your Apple settings or through things like PayPal or cash transfer apps, or even say Amazon Prime is an example of a service that will allow you to subscribe and pay other services within that membership. So you have to take a look and the more complicated it gets, the easier it is for those leaks to just drip, drip, drip and go unnoticed. And so look for things you can cancel, have hard conversations with your family about how realistically are we using this? Are we getting a return on our investment um, with these subscriptions? And then the last tip I'll leave you with, Mindy, is to say no to easy pay. Don't tell uh, your your app or your website to save your credit card information for next time. Don't, because it makes it easier to do those one-click purchases. If you have to physically go get your, your account information and enter it each time, it'll cut down on your temptation for impulse buys, especially if you are you know, one of those late night couch shoppers and you have to get up and go get your card to enter your information, it could slow you down enough to where it could help you cut back on some of those impulse purchases that are that are spending leaks. These are all great tips and I hope they will help us all save a little money. Maybe 2024 will be the year when we have no more spending leaks. And <laughs> Let's hope so. Save our budgets. We need to any, uh, what's that? A penny saved is a penny earned, right? That's exactly right. That's exactly right. <laughs> Thanks, Nicole, for sharing with us today. All right. Thank you, Mindy. If you are just tuning in, you are listening to Talking Facts, and we are available on all major podcast providers. Thank you for listening to Talking Facts. We deliver programs focusing on nutrition, health, resource management, family development, and civic engagement. If you enjoyed today's podcast, have a question or a show topic idea, leave a like and a comment on Facebook at UKFCSEXT or send us an email at UKFCSEXT at UKY.edu. Visit us online at fcs.uky.edu to learn more about the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program or contact your local Extension agent for Family and Consumer Sciences. We build strong families. We build Kentucky. It starts with us.